It's nope. like 2004, 2005, like skateboarder movie. Back when I was a young adolescent, chubby kid oh, trying, to, trying to skateboard, living on a fucking dirt road. Um, <laughs> so chubby asthma skateboard on a dirt road. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey. No sir. Welcome back. Nice drive, nice five. Chapter seven. We've finally Siete. made it. Siete. We've made it seven chapters. That's a lot more than what the haters thought we were going to make. Chapter so seven. seven. We're way we're better than bankruptcy. Better. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, here in a little bit, we're going to have Todd Wakefield on. He is the owner of Inward Half Golf, uh, our brand new sponsor legit Our first sponsor yeah legit golf apparel company the i keep wanting to say gift basket <laughs> it's not a gift basket care package care package care package, care package. Yeah. The, the care package we got this week was i loved every all of it it was awesome every bit of it so i, I liked it so much i put it on my instagram so that that means you know it's serious yeah because will's not an ig guy Oh, oh, blue checky check yeah. mark guy. Yeah, but Brent, tell them what the tell them what the code is. So, uh, inward half golf has some amazing looking gear from polos and towels to tees and head covers. They're more than an apparel brand; it's a lifestyle. From walking eighteen to walking down the street in your favorite city, head over to inwardhalf.com and pick you up something fresh. Use nice drive nice five our fifteen percent off code, and enjoy the walk in. Yes. Uh, our code is nice drive, just nice drive. Oh, sorry, nice. Drive. Yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. did I so, say nice five? I think so. Uh, oh, okay. but well, yeah. that, that's easy to mess up. But hey, nice drive, yeah. we'll get you a 15% off discount, and you're gonna enjoy the clothing. They fit so good. My medium is just perfect. Yeah, Will, are so, you are you hold on, Will, are you uh popping popcorn? Uh, popping popcorn. Uh, no, I was just messing with the uh, pizza box that's next to me. Oh, okay. Anyway, so <laughs> some new, some Brent, are you popping popcorn? Yeah, that, I've been hearing that. That's what I heard. Okay, no, that's my dog eating. Oh, <laughs> okay. Apollo. No, no, Apollo no. Creed. No. Keep it, keep it all, keep that's it all. That's who. That's who he's named after. Man, he's a uh, he's a black boxer. And when I got him as a little bitty puppy man, I was like, if you're going to be the greatest black boxer of all time, you have yeah. to have a fitting name. Yeah. So I dubbed the Apollo. So is he, is he a good boy, though? He's a great boy. Yeah, he's, he's a the very, best boy. Very, he's a very good boy. Okay. He is the best boy. Yeah. Let's, let's start off the podcast with the biggest news of the week. Brent. Dun, dun, dun. Shot. I 80. fucking shot a 79 last weekend, Saturday. Um, I may have had two holes that I two putted on, man. Like I didn't miss a single putt within, you know, inside a 10 foot. This is um, this is singles, right? It's you by yourself. Yeah, me by myself. Yeah. How long? How long was the putt for 79? Um, about two inches. Perfect. Um, <laughs> no yeah, two, in, two inch, two inch birdie putt to finish it off. Um, Wait, you just fly? Oh, you just, par five finish. Yep, par, par five finish. Uh, my drive I actually hit a decent drive for once in my life. Um, 
hit it around the 200 and then hit a uh hit an easy little uh little hybrid three hybrid up uh to about 10 foot but i was just off the front of the green it was a front pin and um had a little like a little 10 foot eagle putt actually for 78. well congratulations and, uh, my brother yeah and it kicked a little right coming off of the coming off of the fringe and stopped about an inch right of the hole um and did you did you skip to the hole uh i did i did you yeah did? um yeah that Maybe was with a I shot a 40 on the front with two bogeys, uh, a double, Ooh. and no birdies. It was just a whole bunch of pars. And you're just thinking, then, here we go again. Yep. And then I shot a 39 on the back uh, with two birdies. So I was five over on the back. Very nice. Uh, birdied that is 17. very, very pure, and I'm proud Bird, of you. Birdied 17 and 18, man. So, okay. That's awesome. Uh, Will, yeah. Will, did you play Sugarloaf today? Uh, not today. That was a couple days ago. Uh, I don't know. I, I guess I, my days ran together. What'd you shoot? Uh, I have gotten to the point where I don't really keep score. <laughs> um, if I'm if I'm if I'm in good position on the hole, I'll 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 play it out. But I'm just mostly playing for fun. I was just playing with an old friend, and, oh, okay. and it was just it was it was just a mess around round. I mean, you know, I probably would have shot around. A couple over par, um, but I, I made you know I made some nice birds, but I'm, I got my nice sub seventy irons today. They go a country mile. They they're so pure. Um, the foreign goes a little low, but but Jason is uh, gonna help me out with that tomorrow, and uh, we're gonna get that thing up in the air. But uh, man, I was so stoked to get these clubs, and they are as good as advertised, man. They are special, special golf clubs, and uh, I today I did play very well with them. Um, I uh, I think I shot. Um, we only played nine, but I, I shot. I think it was four under on that nine. Granted, it's in the nine. It's the it's the local nine holer, but uh, but still. Anyways, PCCC. The PCCCCCCC, and then you just trail off into C's. Pell City, Pell City Country Club slash Laundromat. Let's go. That's right. That's right. Yeah, you can do anything <laughs> there, and you you get uh, yeah yeah you you could and you could play the uh, bunco with the old ladies on uh, Thursday morning at eight a.m. Um, you could um, well the place is just falling apart to be honest, but but it's but it's in solid shape. And uh, <laughs> anyways, you know, um, but my sub seventy my sub 70s tore it apart. Yeah. So. Um, we started this new segment and I'm still working on the name. Okay. It's kind of a, it's it, the name is ask us anything. It's going to be changed. You know what I'm saying? Ask, ask us anything. Yeah. yeah so with people allowed to it and they came in like a wave. Yes. Okay. Facebook was dead. Uh, my Instagram was dead. Twitter was on fire. Uh, I think Brent's Snapchat was on fire with some questions. So mine, mine got pretty, pretty wild. Yeah. So this is, this is anything we're going to, we're going to probably do this every episode. It can be any type of question, marital advice, uh, taxes, I guess, if that's a, I don't know. Um, movie recommendations. Yeah. Movie recommendations, food, love, love advice. Yeah, anything. Uh, re restaurant recommendations in New Orleans. We yeah. got you. We like, got you. 
dental floss that Will's flossing his teeth right now. Yeah, Anything. Yeah. So big flosser. Yeah. Um. So we're just gonna ramble off a couple of these questions, and we're gonna answer them. All right. I'm gonna go ahead and hit you guys with the first question from uh shout out Georgia Southern Golf Ben Carr Stripe Show. Man oh, is a monster. The guy's an animal. Will be on tour. He asked us a question. He was one of the first people to write in. He said he wants to know our top five movies and our top three actors or actresses. So do you guys. All right, who's going first? Who's going first? I'll go first. Okay. Um, I don't, with it, Brett. I, so I don't know if I have. a. I don't know if I could name top five movies. That's tough. Um in the uh, in the top three, um, yeah, probably Tombstone would be in there. Um, probably uh, Anchorman. Yes, and then uh, I don't know, maybe the maybe the last Harry Potter movie. What is that, nerd? I am man. Never like, seen. Uh, are you serious? Yeah. Same here. So, Same here. okay. Yeah, I've never seen. All right. So what? Okay. So let's just do movies, and then we'll go back to actors. Okay. Okay. Um, I agree with Brent. Top five movies will be tough, man. Uh, I'll try to ramble off a few that are my favorite. One would be The Dark Knight. With oh uh, God, uh, that opening scene. I love The Dark Knight. I yeah. So. The Joker was amazing. Heath Ledger. Um, Rest in peace. Yes. Two, No Country for Old Men. Oh, God. Is a flick. Are we the same person? Are we is the same a person? flick, son. Um, three, let's see. Uh, casino? No, I'm not going to say Casino. Pulp Fiction? No. Um, super Bad. Is a classic, super great flick. Yeah, the, the the first hour of that is some of the funniest comedy in the entire world. <laughs> yeah, um, I'll give a top four. I'll give one more, and <laughs> and this this fourth one you've probably never, neither one of you have ever watched. Um, my top, the fourth one would Independent be Independent Film. No, I don't know. Would be Grind. Have any have have you guys seen Grind? Grind. It's nope. like 2004, 2005, like skateboarder movie. Back when I was a young adolescent, chubby kid oh, trying, to, trying to skateboard, living on a fucking dirt road. Um, <laughs> so chubby asthma, skateboarding on a dirt road. Yeah, you had that, it made. That was me, Bam Margera, my made, hero. So, made in the shade. Yeah, more right. Bam. Will, Will, what are we doing? Top top movies. Give us a couple. Okay. Um. I mean, I already threw out a few there. Um. Ones that I watch over and over and over and over and over. Um. I would go, and, and this isn't necessarily in the order of, of how much I love them, but uh, American Psycho. Okay. Um. Pulp Pulp Fiction. Casino. No Country for Old Men. And uh, let's see. I love that movie with Kevin Costner and um. And uh, uh, Woody Harrelson that came out on Netflix. Um, the Highwayman. Uh, Highwayman. Yeah. That is a good one. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I'm a movie guy, and uh, the, uh, that's already five there. And my favorite actors, Edward Edward Norton is number one. Um, uh, the the hot chick that did uh, Margot Robbie. Um, oh, and, so and, uh, and 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 I gotta say, I gotta say, just because how crazy he is, um, Tom Cruise. Even though I, I I don't necessarily like Tom Cruise, but he's so crazy that it just it, I can't look away. I can't look away. You know, yeah. I really, I really took both of you guys. Like, I'm really surprised that either one of you didn't have like steel magnolias or fried green tomatoes in your top three. No, what am I, my I'm mother? Never, <laughs> I've never, yeah, what are we talking about here? I've never, is that Lifetime? What is that? I just, I, that's that's how I, I kind of took, took you guys. So. All right, let, let me give you my, I'll take offense uh, to that. Let me give you my top three actors real quick, and then Brent Edward can give his. And I, I guarantee you I know one of Brent's. I guarantee you. We're I dedicating so much to Ben Carr because they mean so much to us. Yeah. So, um, no specific order. One would be Matthew McConaughey. Oh, God. How did I miss that one? How did you He's miss him? One. He's a good one. He's a good one. Number two, Leonardo DiCaprio. Got yeah. The guy's got range. <laughs> Why are you laughing at me? Nothing. I really – <laughs> I really like Titanic. He's the king of the world. <laughs> he's great in nothing. Uh, he's great in a lot more than Titanic. Yeah. Uh, no, I like uh, what, Inception. There was he played in some. He did play in some really good movies. Wasn't he Benjamin yeah, Button? Like all of them. Yeah. Um, and yeah. a third. Third's kind of a wild card. Josh Brolin. <laughs> great, great actor. The third. Yeah. No Country that's for Old nice. Men. Man, is he good in that? Yeah, that's pretty nice. All right. Um, my three are kind of all over the place. So, first would be Will Ferrell. Oh my God! Oh, yeah. yeah, first would have to be Will Ferrell. Um, second, probably in no particular order, probably Robert Downey Jr. and Morgan Freeman. Really? Hey, great! That's a great yeah. three. That's a I great didn't. Three. If so. A uh, weird fact: If I could pick anybody to spend a day with, you know, in the world, um, it would probably it would be hard for me not to pick Morgan Freeman. Uh, just shoot the uh, shit with him, asking things. Just he, yeah, he's talk. man. He's just he's just so interesting, and uh, just his voice. I mean, like he's played God in every movie imagined. <laughs> you you, know I mean? you 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 just yeah. want him. You just want him to narrate. Yeah, you just want him to narrate. I your want day. him to narrate my day. Yes. Yes. And he he yes. almost got me too, like a year ago. And when I heard that, my heart sank. And then luckily, it, it luckily it passed. I hope he didn't do any of the things that they said he did. But I love Morgan Freeman, and Shawshank Redemption is the greatest movie of all time. Period. Yeah. Um. Okay. Before yeah, we so many good ones, though, man. But before we move right, on, continue. Let's hear another one. Before we move on to the next question, Brent, I'm really surprised you did not pick. Um, need more cowbell. Oh, Christopher Walken. <laughs> Christopher Walken. Yeah, he would probably be number four. You were a big Christopher um, Walken guy. Ah, I still am, man. <laughs> um, stab you in the face with a soldering iron. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. okay. Talking to my guy all wrong, see? Yeah. Second question. 
is from my boy AB. Shout out stickers by AB. Check them out. He had, he he made our logo. He made our uh, podcast logo. So, um, he's got a question. He says, "Is it worth getting fitted at a high handicap?" Like he's uh, he's he's a high handicap, and he wants to know is it is there any benefit for him to get fitted? So, I mean, as, a, as a golf pro, uh, I'll take it. No, you want to take it, Will? Yes. <laughs> Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> yes. Um. Absolutely not. Do not waste your money on that. I think I already wrote this on Twitter, but do not waste your money on getting fit. Go buy. Go get some some friggin' uh, uh, well, I don't even know what I played with a guy today that uh, well the clubs that I had when I was a kid were called Lion Kings um, a great movie and, uh, so, Mufasa? so and I, think, I think they were based on the movie but anyways um, do not get fit until you are a uh, consistent low 80s guy don't waste the money don't waste the shit don't waste the time um, but, uh, anyways, it costs a lot of money to do that. And they're going to, they're going to try to upsell you on everything. And, and, uh, yeah, if you're a high handicapper, you, you might as well be playing with, uh, a damn two by four that's so, so whittled down in the golf club form. Let me, let me take a little stab at this. This is my, this is the way I look at it. Um, so the way I look at it is when you get fitted, uh, they basically fit you loft lie length, uh, you know, everything to your swing. Right. So when you're a really high handicapper, you don't have a consistent swing ever, you know? So, I mean, you're, right. you're fitting clubs to a swing that doesn't exist at the moment. Really? The height thing, the height um, thing, you know, I understand like, you know, but, but their setup is not consistent either. Correct. So, so, so the height and you know, that changes every swing too. So yeah, absolutely not. Don't waste the money. Wait till you get better at golf and then go get fitted. That's what you should do. Period. No questions okay. asked. Yeah. So Jeff Hardy wants to know, not the WWF wrestler, Jeff Hardy. Shout out. What up, Jeff? Shout out. Um, he wants Shout out to, He wants to know, when using the yeah. ball washer, what's the best way to keep your hair out of it? I'm not gonna lie, um, I don't, I don't I'm know what he's fucking doing. zip, fucking zip he's, ties, man. Uh, all I gotta say is he's fucking with us. Um, yeah. He's he, he, he's he's definitely um, saying that in jest, and I appreciate his humor. And thank you so much for the fake question. Yeah. <laughs> zip ties. Yeah, we'll say zip ties on that. So. All right, next question. Let's see here. Uh, Carter Collins, who is the head coach at Georgia Southern, plays golf, the uh, head golf coach. Nice. Yeah. Best four courses for majors to be played at in the same year. So that would be Augusta plus. Not including Augusta? Like, what yeah, no, it, it's got to be. You, you, you can't leave Augusta out of it. Yeah, so it's Augusta and three more. Yeah, I was about to say, we have an automatic. We got to go St. Andrews. You got to go Pebble Beach. And oh, then I think, I think we give we give uh, Whistling Straight to go because uh, the Go USA, they just won by a ridiculous margin of Whistling Straights. Give the Bombers of the USA a chance to win the PGA. So maybe we can have an American sweep. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
So I would have to put Kiowa on there. Yeah, I was going to say. Uh, I mean, it is. It, I mean, it is ranked the hardest course in the country. Um, then you got maybe uh, like PGA West or something, the Stadium Course. Yeah. Um, Oakmont. They go too deep. I mean, there's they a go man. Deep, there's a deep out there. Yeah. Beth Page Black. Yeah. Is always. Ooh, a, that was a good one. It's always a soul stealer. Pell City. Um. Yeah. Oh yeah, Pell City. Yeah, tobacco road. Yeah. So, all right, let's let's move on to another question. We, there's a ton of golf courses. So, yeah. this this question is from a Will Schroeder. I hope I said that last name right. I think I did. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Sounds yeah. like it. So, uh, he's at Palm Beach Atlantic University. He's a D two golfer. Shout out! Shout out all the D twos. D two. Woo woo. So he's got a question for Will specifically. Um, What's up, Doc? So having two years left of college eligibility, what is the best way for a guy in his shoes to give himself the best chance at making it pro? Um, I would say finding a range with a light on it um, in case you don't get the balls in for if you don't get your range balls in for the day. But I swear the last two years when I realized that I couldn't pass a math class, and I was not getting a college degree. Granted, it was in human services. Um, uh, I realized that I really needed to be good at golf um, or I was going to be broke as a joke. Um, so I would have to say hitting balls into your hands bleed and working on um, your wedges. Um, wedges, you need to hit at least – I mean, at least 150 wedge shots a day and know the numbers set, do, do, do a towel at 20 yards, 30 yards, 40 yards, 50 yards, 60 yards, get that dialed in and then hit balls so your hands bleed, work on draw, draw, cut, cut, straight, straight, draw, draw, cut, cut, straight, straight. Do that. Make sure you can work it, hit a high, low. You got to do it all. Um, and, and, and really um, learn how to hit, uh, like, say, a seven iron, um into a stiff breeze you need to get that thing with as, as little side spin as humanly possible you're gonna have a lot of side winds straight into's um you know when the pins on the left and the winds out of the right and there's shit on the left you need to make sure that thing doesn't overhook and go in the junk so you got to yeah. be able to hold it off but mostly hit the balls to your hands blade which is gonna be hard in south florida it was easier in georgia where it was cold but yeah but uh, hit so many um, balls that people think you're crazy that you're hitting balls still. I'm in South Georgia, by the way, and we don't know what cold is. So you were right. Apparently. So uh, to follow up on that, Will, um, <clears throat> going from college to Corn Ferry to PGA, um, how would the mental aspect of the game stack up to – hitting balls to your hands bleed. I mean, um, I would think that the mental aspect of it would, would be just as because, the because aspects. you know, because you know, you've done it, you know, you've hit the shot, you know, that you've created this scenario before. Um, you, you just, you know, every single situation that you've been in and you're so comfortable hitting that shot. Um, and Which would, uh, it comes down to purely just being, so confident, confident in your ability. Yeah. That's kind of where I was. 
that's kind of why I was heading with the with the the mental aspect yeah. of it. You know, getting yeah. comfortable. Uh, you know, just shot to shot. Yeah. Yeah. Make sure yeah, that cool. make sure that you're so comfortable standing over that ball that pulling the pulling the trigger is 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 an afterthought and you just set up the same way every time. Don't do some long, ridiculous uh pre-shot routine. Just get in there and whack it, but just know that you've hit that shot and and, and hit balls so long. I mean, like yeah. even if you're hitting it bad, like just just, just if the secrets in the dirt. Lee Trevino, one of my favorite players I ever, said it. Um, you, you got to dig it out of the dirt and just, you, just do it and and annoy your teammates. Annoy your teammates with how much you practice. That's the key. Be right. like, why are you practicing like this? And be like, well, I'll have a beer with you out of the trophy after the tournament's over, and then I'll we'll we'll talk about it then. Right. I'm yeah. pretty sure Michael Jordan probably practiced a lot. I I don't know. Maybe he did. I don't know. Um, my, my favorite pre-shot routine is sit my beer down and hit the ball. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Hold my beer. Yeah. yeah. All Start right. One. Next question. We're not going to get to all these questions because there were a ton. So if we don't get to the question, don't worry. just means you have to tune in next week. You know what I'm saying? So Nonsense. next question from our new friend, Tyler Smith. He wants to know what's the most, what's the most money – that's been exchanged after a golf round. Ooh. And so this is just a guesstimate question. No, like how much, like, like for instance, for the, mo- the oh, most, for, for us. Yeah. Like yeah. The, the most money I've paid somebody after a golf round is like one of these makeshift tournaments that we'll throw together with me and all my buddies. And it's only, it's been $50 is what I have yeah. given somebody. That's the most. Yeah. Mm. Mm, I've lost eight hundred. Go. No, no, it was more than that. In a in a deer practice round, we used to do two hundred dollar Nassau's, so that was front nine total, and we do auto two downs. And uh, I lost no, I lost twelve hundred to Andrew Loop uh, that week. Um, but I made up for it in the tournament, son. <laughs> Brent, what you think? How much? Um, I don't. To be honest with you, man, like I haven't done a ton of betting. Uh, yeah, I hadn't done a ton of betting just because I hadn't really been playing very I mean, long. Yeah, I haven't been. I mean, I've only been playing a year and a half. Um, and you just broke. I eight. have. Yeah, I have. Um, um, I mean, I have won. You know, hundred bucks or you know whatever playing. Um, you know, random skins games on Saturday mornings or you know, um, you know something like that. But yeah, mama's I, getting I some new shoes then. Yeah, I've never really. Uh, Never really speaking of, we got a tournament Sunday. Um, there's 20 people in it, and the pot is almost four grand. So nice. I'm uh, and it's it's like a end of the year Tuesday night scramble tournament, uh, but yeah. it's an individual tournament, and I think there's 20 people in it. So it pays out every place. That. Top top ten net, top ten gross. I'm a uh, I'm hoping to be fairly strong up there on the net side. Um, what's your What's so, your handicap right now? Uh, I'm sitting at a 14.1. Let's I've go! Up, yeah, I've went up a little bit, so I did not turn in that 79. Um, <laughs> that would have screwed me. Yeah. So I was like, nah, I'm gonna. I was like, if I, 
you know, that was Saturday afternoon. I was playing again Sunday morning. I was like, if I can shoot a 79 again, I'll turn both of them in. You know, just make sure it wasn't a fluke. Yeah, um, I love the, I love but, the sandbagging. And if any of the yeah. members that are playing in this tournament listen, they're going to be like, Brent's a fuckwad. Oh, I guarantee you, I am the least sandbagging person in this tournament. I could probably shoot a 78. No, good point. Good point. I probably sandbags. I I probably like literally that is the only score that I've never turned into my handicap that I've went out and played an actual but, full but, round. But 18. they're all sandbaggers, no doubt. Probably. Um, I'll probably shoot a 78 at a 14 handicap. And I'll still lose net by four strokes. Yeah. So. All right. Last question, and then uh, after this question, we're gonna jump to our buddy uh, Todd Wakefield talk some inward half. So, last question comes from Three Putt Club across the pond. Yeah, I don't know. buddy over in the UK. I don't know. What, I don't know what time it is there right now. Uh, they are five hours behind us. Yep. yep. Uh, so it is two forty-five in the morning there. Hello. No, that's not right. Yes. Yeah, dude, they're five hours ahead of us. What time yeah, is it now? Hours, 9.45. Oh, oh, Brent said Brent said five hours behind. Okay. Yeah. So no, I meant yeah, five hours ahead of okay. us. Sorry. So his question is, what is the longest run we have had without a three putt? I'll go ahead and get my answer out of the way. I don't know. I don't think <laughs> it's been a very long run there, three putt. I think I should be the president of your club. <laughs> you guys can the what it's it's called the three putt club. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. Three putt club. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a loyal listener, long time listener of the podcast. Yeah, first time caller. Yeah, he wants to know what's the longest run all three of us have had without a three putt. I think I went one tournament one time. Um, I've definitely nice. went a couple of, a uh, couple of, you know, maybe two, eighteen, you know, eighteen hole, maybe two full rounds. I know I've went. You know, full rounds without a three putt. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I've got an interesting one. Freddie Jacobson, uh, he had like 178 rounds or something without a three putt. And I played with him one day and he had two three putts and a four putt. And oh. that was when they lost the greens at the Players Championship in 2016. At the end of the round, uh, they actually apologized to us. They were expecting high winds and they're expecting low winds and high humidity. And they got the opposite. So they did the wrong things with the sub air. And so there was the, the, the average score that day, I think was like 78 or nine. And uh, in my group, nobody broke 80. And uh, this was on Saturday at the players. And, uh, and not only was his three putt stroke broke uh, a streak broken, but he had a four putt as well. Wow. That's yeah. crazy. Sorry guys. But you, you got that. You got that hole in one though, didn't you? Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah, 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 yeah. cashed in, cashed in on a little bit of change on that one. Yeah, yep. yeah, so, that, that 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 got me this camper probably. Yeah. All right. Hey, so uh, we need to um, before we get out of here, uh, we need to do our uh, CJ Cup pick them. Okay. Yeah. yeah um, on. I won last week. Thank you. You're welcome. Um. So, I, pick, I mean, you know, wait, did you pick the winner or what'd you do? I did. Sunjay. Yeah. Sunjay. Yeah. 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 No, I picked Lonto. Oh. Did you see 64, 64, 67 to finish the tournament? Sixth yeah, place. He, and he did, and he donated $5,000 to our junior golf tour. 
Yeah, he oh, yeah. um he played his ass off last week. He did. He did. Shout Slim out, Jam. You picked him. Yep. So too bad I didn't bet on him. I probably would have uh, probably made some money. Yeah. All I right. bet you would have. I'll go first <laughs> with the I'll go first with the pick em. We'll we'll do me, Brent, Will. How about that? Perfect. All right. So I'm going first. I'm picking my boy. Without a doubt. I'm picking DJ. Dustin Johnson gonna get him the dub. The dub. Are we only picking one this week? No, we'll pick two. That's two, right? Yeah, that's two. two. Who did who is your I heard DJ. It's oh oh okay, I'll go my bad. I'll go ahead with my second one. Um okay. I didn't see. I didn't realize that's how you were. Uh, you were yeah. trying to uh, try no, to do that. No, we'll do it like that. So my second pick. Yeah. Oh boy. Okay, I'm gonna go with. Oh, uh, oh brother. I'm gonna go with another one. Another good buddy of mine, future podcast guest. Uh, I'm manifesting it. Harris English. Nice. 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 That is nice. a good one. He's he's kind of flushing right now. In case somebody hasn't noticed that he's like top ten in the world. Yeah. yeah. Um. Right. So Brent? my my first one is going to be Colin Morikawa. Oh my gosh! Um, I love it. He is, and I'll give. I mean, I'll give the reason for this. So I believe he's a member at at uh, at the Summit Club. He is. Um, so. You know, there's a lot of guys that hadn't even played this course, so I think that that would be, uh, you know, um, I think that would be, a, you know, a pretty reasonable pick. Um, and then uh, let's throw Xander in there. Okay. X, go and give it to you. Um, that's Those are two good ones, but I'm going to go with – I'm going to go with the guy um, Lonto Griffin. One point Gryffindor. Yeah, one point Gryffindor. Um, I'm going with Lonto because he's my dog, and I'm going with Abraham Answer because he's also he's not as close of a friend, but I like Abe a lot, and I think Abraham has a good shot. So those are my two. Lonto. He's a a spicy little guy. He is, man. That was not a Spanish joke. He loves his tequila, flecha azul. Yeah. Yeah. Well, all right, guys. What y'all Good say shit, we uh, we jump off here and we we get Todd on? Sounds great. Sounds all like right. a wiener to me. Let's do it. Shop inwardhalf.com. Fifteen percent off. Yep. Fifteen percent off. Let's do it. Yeah. What's going on? Welcome back. Nice drive. Nice five. Chapter seven. Chapter seven. I always get I get confused. So uh, we got a very special guest. Yeah, we got a special guest. Shout out to our amazing sponsor. New sponsor just came on, InwardHalf.com, Inward Half Golf. We got the owner of Inward Half, Todd Wakefield. What's up, fella? What's going on, guys? Thanks for having me. Thanks for letting me be a part of this podcast and be your sponsor. Yeah, for sure. Oh, we, we appreciate, appreciate it a lot, it, man. You're, you're, you're number one in our hearts. You're number one in our hearts. <laughs> yeah. Hey, it's quick, all that matters sometimes. Quick, quick random question. Uh, are, are you any relation to Tim Wakefield, the uh, legendary Boston Red Sox pitcher? Well, my dad is actually Tim Wakefield. 
but it is not the Boston Red Sox oh. pitcher. Oh, Close oh. enough. I about got, about got real excited. <laughs> but, but his his name is Tim Wakefield. So. Oh, really? hey, that's, that's close, close enough. enough. That yeah. is close enough, yeah. We're just going to be like, hey, man, uh, our new sponsor, his dad's Tim Wakefield. <laughs> and, I mean, we don't have to – we don't have to – you know, say anything about Boston. Just hey, his dad's Tim Wakefield. Yeah, it's yeah, not a lot embellish. That's his name yeah. on his birth certificate. Hey, Dang. I like it. Uh, but yeah, we appreciate the uh, the the little uh, what you call it? Care, the gift care, basket. care package. Care pa- I couldn't think of the word. Care package. Gift basket. Yeah. You you could have gone many ways. Goodie bag, care <laughs> package. I mean, come on now. I'm sorry. He I'm said. Sorry. He said goodie basket. basket. Gift basket. <laughs> Thanks for the apples, man. <laughs> Easter basket. Yeah, I was just about to say Easter basket. But, yeah, we, we, we appreciate it a ton. Oh, you're welcome. I'm just glad you guys got it, and I'm glad you, en- you enjoyed all the products that were sent your way. Yeah, man. So I, I wore mine day one. Yeah. I saw that. I appreciate you tagging us on Instagram. We gave you a mm-hmm. reshare. Best Absolutely. way to spread all the brands. Yeah. Yeah, buddy. So hey, you, guys have probably, you guys have probably got tired of, like, like and reshare and my stuff because I run the TikTok, the Instagram, and the Facebook. Jason takes care of Twitter, and I just like been making videos and blowing it up. I love it. Again, I mean, it gives you easy content to share, and it's wholesome it content. Is. That's the best yeah. part. And yeah. all we it, struggle all, with slamming beers. <laughs> all, all it takes on TikTok is just one video to blow up, like one video, and I don't know. But, uh, Does that mean we need to start dancing? One hundred percent. I think that's the that's yeah. the key. I haven't danced on uh, a little, little two step. <laughs> anyway, all right. Yeah. So Todd, I know we, we've got to ask you this question. This question is kind of like a staple of the podcast. Um, we've asked it to a lot of people, but and I'm sure you've heard it because you've heard a couple of our podcasts. So the question is. Would you rather go to space for free, safe trip there and back, or free chicken nuggets to anywhere for free for the rest of your life? I knew this question was coming, and I've been thinking about it all day. (laughs) (laughs) And I honestly, I don't have an answer for you on either or. Like, space doesn't really interest me. That's your answer right there, then. But I, if, I feel like it would be lame to be like, all right, I don't want to go to space. So over chicken nuggets. <laughs> Check this out, though. All right, how many hats have been in space? Like a selfie in a hat. How many? Probably zero. You, you there's really room to grow in that market in the space hat true. business. So I mean, Captain Kirk went to space today, correct? Did I see yeah. that? Yeah. I didn't Wait, see that. William, William Shatner went to space. Yeah, I think he lifted off this morning. I haven't, I haven't seen any news. I, I don't know how long the flight is or like when he comes back. <laughs> how far is? How many hours is that flight? <laughs> um, that's a trip. So Captain Kirk actually went to space, not that fake bullshit. Um, so um, he becomes yeah, the William old- Shatner man. Him on, him on the roast were the best. Yes. He becomes the oldest man yes. to travel to space. He's 90 years old. William no. Shatner's 90 years old. That's what it says. No way. Yeah. That's hard to believe. <laughs> that I would have given him 70. I would, I would have said 77. I would have said 77 right now. 
Holy cow. He's 90. How yeah. did I Yeah, I wouldn't have went over 85, and that would be it, pushing it. He's his born in 1931. Stretch, though. His face, imagine touching his skin. I bet it's like it's got to be like a fish. I mean, it's so stretched. <laughs> so, so four people went to space. I get Shatner and then three other Jeff people. Bezos. Did he go again? I think so. But they said they paid $250,000 each to go. I'd have done it. And they take him to the edge. Yeah. That's wild. That's our right. shit. Um, anyway, speaking anyways. speaking of like movies and all this stuff, uh, Todd, are they? So you you had a movie being filmed at your house. Is that still going on? Or, or oh what's... yeah, it's still going on. So if I move my camera over, you see all that bright light on the house behind me. Yeah, yeah. So that's being shot from my neighbor's front yard. So that can't, that light is probably a good 50 yards away from where you see it shining, how bright it is. It's in the, wow. my neighbor's front yard on the porch. I think they're wrapping up either tonight so or tomorrow. So you're just next door. Yep. Right next door. So they use, they were inside our house two days last week, three, actually three days. And I guess it's two weeks ago. This is the third week of it. And then they've used our front porch or some this week. So it's, it's something. Um, is this like a murder mystery or is it like monster scary sci-fi I mean do you know I think it's more murder mystery type It's nice. so it's lifetime That's I, can't scary. Im- I can't imagine lifetime gets too crazy it's going <laughs> to be a right. chick murder flick but I also haven't watched much lifetime so I don't yeah. know now shut up I'm, a, I'm assuming you know you watch lifetime <laughs> only ass- Christmas movies but I I think that's fox family or abc family or whatever yeah. that channel is so i'm assuming they like took all you guys like pictures off the walls and like all oh oh yeah 100 so they <laughs> they take all that stuff down and then they put it in a room like it's a room they're not using uh, they take pictures of everything like they took stuff out of the kitchen cabinet so they took pictures of like how stuff was in our kitchen cabinets and they put it back where it was like it's pretty legit. Like rolled up our rugs, like put their they, own rugs they, down. Get a little cash. I mean, obviously they rented the house. Oh yeah. So they take care of you. And how did how, they, um, how did they pick your house? Yeah, that's, that's what, what I, I was wanted. about to say. Yeah. yeah. We literally had a letter left on our front porch. Wow. So we live in like a historic district, like right outside of downtown Knoxville. So we get hit up. Knoxville's a hub for a lot of production. Like HGTV's studios are here. Discovery stuff is here now that they are they own part of HGTV. So there's a lot of like production that happens in Knoxville that people don't realize. And actually the house on the other side of me was the HGTV urban oasis like giveaway house from like three or four years ago. Oh wow. So like that stuff happens in this neighborhood all the time because it's our house was built in nineteen oh seven. Um so it's got architecture stuff that a lot of houses you can't get anymore. And then, like, right. the neighbor's house next door is absolutely gorgeous. It's it's one of the few in the neighborhood that have, have been untouched. It was in the same family for, like, 80 years. And then, luckily, nobody ever chopped it up into apartments. So that's what yeah. happened to a lot of these old houses. Obviously, they're built in 1907. The Great Depression and everything happens. So who can afford, back then, like, a four-, five-bedroom house yeah, so they, they, split start up, renting, yeah. they start renting out rooms. So then they turn into rentals. And then within the last 
15 years, they're turning all these houses back into like one single family, like residential. But there's still a lot of houses in this neighborhood that are like four bedroom apartments that college <laughs> kids, graduate students live in that go to the university. Right. Right. Yeah. They're, um, so the town that we live in, um, Valdosta, Georgia, uh, Jason and I, anyway, uh, wheels up around close to Birmingham. Um, yeah, it's called Redneckville. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, we have a lot of the, um, a lot of the same thing, um, here, um, just because of the, you know, the old history or whatever. Um, like at one point, I think it was like 1910 or something. This is, um, random facts that I probably shouldn't even know, but I just read too much probably. Um, and you can like, I think it, yeah, I think it was like 1910, um it was like uh valdosta at one point had the highest per capita income in the nation um like ranked by forbes or something we had like one of the first atm machines was here so i mean there's a lot of old money kind of old history (laughs) here so it's pretty pretty neat that's wild i would have never guessed that literally old money i wonder if we get the atm still pumps out those old 20s um um but uh that's very interesting you move so you moved from nashville to knoxville um that's kind of opposite of what most people are doing did you get out of nashville because because it was getting so expensive or your obviously your job changed uh massively uh, so I grew up in Nashville, so that's oh, okay. kind of where I was born and raised. And then I went to the University of Tennessee, and then I just fell in love with Knoxville. Um, cool got downtown. A, so I got cool. a, yeah, it's awesome down here. Um, so I got a job out of college as an assistant professional at Cherokee Country Club here, which is one of the most luxury, like, I guess, elite country clubs is what you would say. It's a very social club. Um, it's an old Donald Ross design. Golf course is great. It's very really? small. It's a very nice. small property. It's only it's built on about seventy-seven acres. So Dude, it's a uh, country club of Columbus is on seventy acres. So and uh, we played Holston Hills, which is also a Donald Ross. So there's more than one Donald Ross in Knoxville. There is, yeah. And Cherokee to me is better than Holston. Oh my god, Cher- Cherokee is it's a par seventy, lots of par threes, but it's target golf. Like so off cool. the tee, everything like on the greens, it's big undulated greens. Like you have to be like on the right level, right tiers. It's just to me, it's more fun to play. Holson's yeah. awesome. I mean, green, Holson can get straight putts, a lot of straight putts in Holson. They are. And, and the only defense that Holson has is the rough. And I don't yeah. know when y'all played it, Will, but like this, this year, yeah, the Corn Prairie event was in May. You, your Bermuda Rough's not going to grow in May, so you nope. there's no real defense of Holston. It's a great golf course, though. Like, there's nothing wrong with it. But yeah. Cherokee to me is a better, it's a better design. Um, but yeah, that's kind of I just graduated in 2000, I guess eight seems forever ago, um, and just stayed in Knoxville. My wife always nice. had a good job here, so we just kind of made it our home. That's That's cool. Yeah. Holston was a great week. Uh, We stayed downtown um, and uh, I forgot the name of the hotel. So the story isn't as interesting, but, um, but uh, that downtown is really, really cool. I love the little, the uh, restaurant area with kind of courtyard middle. Um, Oh yeah. Market square. Market square. Very cool. Um, The tournament. I actually, that, that tournament is really one of the weeks that kind of made me be like, you know what? 
I'm not as good as these little dudes. And by little <laughs> dudes, I mean younger fellas. I finished 34th that week and was like nine or 10 under and hit it really, really well. And I, and I should have had two hole-in-ones. I had two balls go in and come out. I mean, they they kind of rattled around and, and came out. But um, played really, really well. Walked off the 72nd green. I was like, hey, you know, I'll probably finish like 20th. You know, that'd be good. Be some good points. And then the guys keep coming in, keep eagling 18, keep freaking birdieing all these holes where I'm like, how did you birdie that hole? Um, and, uh, you know, I, I just – it was really one of the weeks where I was just like, you know what? this game has gotten so young and uh and they just they just made holes in their bitch and um you know 10 under finished 34th and there may be 33rd something like that but uh anyways downtown was a blast and uh they had some great great hotels the rooftop bar is a blast um but uh, yeah i really like the town you live in man there's some great golf there a lot of tour, you know a fair amount of tour players there too there are. There's that's what. There's more tour players here than people realize. Um, with oh, Scott yeah. Stallings and then Wes Roach and West Peter Molinari's from here. Mm-hmm. So huh. the silent, the silent assassin. Yeah, I've, yeah. I've only been to Knoxville one time, and I was young and dumb, and I can't tell the story on the air. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I went to a specific some kind of club, and I was scared to death, and that's all I'll say. But uh, anyway, so scared. Anyway, those things should not scare you, by the way. So, so Todd, you own a um, a bar down in the the old city too, right? Yeah, I do. Right outside of the old old city, so we're about a mile probably from downtown. Um, it's called Hobson Holler. So, I kind of got out of the golf business in fourteen. Um, went into the bar business. I don't couldn't really tell you give you a good reason why i thought that was a good idea or why i wanted to do it or that was that was when the craft beer kind of was booming there wasn't a whole lot of places here in town at the time so we've kind of just jumped right in and that's what we did for a while and then around 2000 i guess it was 2018 is when i created inward half i just i was getting pretty good at a illustrator and working on creating logos and posters and stuff for the bar and i was like yeah. This will be my way back into the golf business. Let's create a fun like t-shirt hat business that if it takes off, great. If it doesn't take off, like there's no sweat. Like it was going to be fun. Like I loved what I was designing. Um, and then COVID happened and obviously bars and yeah. restaurants and all that kind of stopped. Uh, so yeah. I was like, well, I've got inward half. Let's push it. And it, it did. It took about two years to get those polos like exactly how I wanted. Um, I had some friends that helped motivate me to get me back going um, with that as well. They started doing some, some of their own like printing bits type stuff, um, yeah. doing some cool techniques with the shirts. Um, that's why we use that heat transfer vinyl that you see on the back of your shirts to yeah. get rid of that embroidery look. Um, so there were some things that kind of pushed, pushed me in that direction, but, COVID in the bar business just being gone. I mean, for so that close that that was done. Yeah, for four or five months, I was like, I don't know what I'm gonna do, and I've got all this inward half stuff. Let's let's finalize these polos. Let's kind of get going. Um, I got. I was very fortunate that Spire Agency here in town um, is a local sports agency. They work mostly with golfers. Um, They're doing a lot of NIL stuff now with 
trying to figure out the whole NIL world and realm. But um, those guys reached out to me on Instagram and like, hey, we love your logos. We love what you're doing. Do you have polos and those kind of things? Because we've got some younger guys that have, at that time, we thought it was going to be Canadian tour status that need apparel. And I was like, actually, I do. And at the time, I didn't have a polo at all. Like, I knew kind of the route we were going, but I did not have, like, the physical polo in my hand yet. Um, and they took a chance on us, which we are very fortunate for. And well, the guys, we got – we knocked it out of the park with our manufacturing, and then the guys love the products. And it's kind of neat because we've got two young – two younger guys. I don't know if Will's played with either of them. Tom Forster – um, is the youngest on the team. He is. He played at Carson Newman. It's probably. 20, I think Tom's twenty four. He's from England. Yeah. Great, D, great D two school. He's he's eleven years behind me, so I haven't met him. But I mean, fellow D two boy, so that's cool. So he's he is a fantastic kid. And then the other guy we've got is Cooper Musselman. He played at Kentucky. He's been out for probably four or five years. So there's probably a chance you've played with him or seen him. Will. Um, I know that name. I know that name. So he's been around a little longer, but it's it's two younger guys that are still out there cutting their teeth, and they're yeah. almost like kids to me at this point because it's like I'm living and dying by refreshing scores on either Monday Monday qualifiers or like right now Cooper's in Florida playing in second stage, and it's like uh, every he made every, he made every every hour I'm like updating my phone. I'm like, all right, he's not done with his back nine yet, so. <laughs> But it's Wait, it's been a very unique experience. So um, the second stage is already going. Yeah, they started this week. Yeah. So yeah. oh nice. Where where did he get through first at? Uh, he played in Nebraska. He went to Nebraska for some reason. He said that he was just told it was a good course, so he went to Nebraska. Yeah, um, yeah, and they also throw those guys all, all over. You never know where you're going to get put, put. So and Tom, um, but Tom making making through first is impressive. Yeah, Tom went through first stage in Valdosta so he made it through as well um he's doing his second stage I think in Fort Lauderdale I don't know the name of the course but I think it's somewhere down in Fort Lauderdale um, so, so yeah, both of my um, guys have got a chance to get some corn fairy tour status which is awesome yeah that's so, cool. so the two um the two Florida locations are Brooksville um and then Plantation Plantation so Brooks, Preserve yeah, yeah Plantation that's Preserve where, Fort Lauderdale area, so that's yeah, where Tom's going next. Jason played. Uh, Jason played Plantation Preserve a few weeks ago. Yeah, I played Plantation Preserve, and it chewed me up and spit me out. That was or, a let's let's say that Plantation Preserve played Jason. Yeah, well, <laughs> it was more of the damn iguanas everywhere. I mean, they were <laughs> everywhere, and I was deathly afraid of these things. So, <laughs> didn't I don't play think good. they're dangerous, are they? I don't. I don't. They'll whip out. you with I, that tail. I don't want to find uh, out. So, but yeah, we got two guys in Q school right now that I just, I hope that both of them make it. They both deserve it. Um, Cooper, especially he's worked, has worked his tail off the last four years to get to this point. So I think he's yeah. two under, he shot one over today. So he went back a little, he's like tied for 35th. So he's not out of it. Um, I think he's yeah, two days left. left. Yeah. Two days left. So he's got plenty of opportunity. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. This year is a, is a very odd year. Um, a lot of the guys from Europe and Asia um, came over to play, and so there's there are mul like multiple guys in the top. Like I don't know, I, I want to say like 
eight to ten guys in the top 250 in the world that are playing, and uh, they were yeah. playing first stage. So that's um, wild. Yeah, it's it's absolutely brutal. And uh, normally, I mean, it, it was it was super weak. I mean, back back when I played Q school in '09, like if you made it to second stage, you were playing against people that were on the PGA tour. Um, and now it's like all these new names that nobody's ever heard of, and they're all good. And it's just so deep. And like you look at a, a second stage leaderboard right now, and I mean, you won't recognize any names. But literally, when I played in '09, I mean, every name was like a freaking tour winner. Like, I mean, it was, it, it's, just, it's just such, like, if you made it just a second back in the day, there was uh, agents everywhere. I mean, now it doesn't matter. You got to make the finals before people start, uh, well, you know, dude, like, right, looking at you. Right now, like, one stroke out of the lead, you got Jonathan Birds in second stage of Q school. You know, <laughs> yeah. he lives over at St. Simon's or over at Sea Island. I mean, it, dude, it's like, I mean, dude, it's one on tour. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I mean, that's why you got yeah. love marks playing in this one as well. That Cooper's in uh, Stadler, young Stadler's playing in this one, Kevin. And yeah. I mean, Spencer, I think Spencer Levine is playing. like, there's a bunch of guys that I was like, wow, what are like, it's crazy to see those names back in Q school. Yeah. yeah Spence, Spence yeah. Uh, made it through last year, but finished pretty far back and, uh, or made it through the year before COVID finished, uh, you know, like, you know, 90th. So when I first turned pro, um, it, the guy that finished 156th in uh, final stage got 11 starts on on the uh, Corn Ferry Tour. Now, if you make it to final stage and you don't finish in the top 45 or 40 or whatever they moved it to, you get zero, pretty much zero starts. I mean, just the way they've structured it now, they don't want the Corn Ferry Tour back when I was on, it was nationwide and then became the web.com. Um, but they don't want it to be like a graveyard for tour players. They want it to be up and coming talent, just like the guys that you have uh, playing. And uh, that's exactly what they're getting. And, uh, and you know, the talent is so deep. It's so impressive. And, uh, and I think, I think the tour's done a really good job with it. I mean, you got, you got freaking Jason Bird fighting for starts on the corn Ferry. It's wild. Um, I chose not to go because I didn't want to just miss six footers all the time. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I, uh, I, I just got my sub 70 clubs today. So it was a little late for first stage. I know I would have got through if I would have had those honeys, but, uh, but no, I, I love my, my new sticks. I was just plugging sub 70 cause I love them. But, uh, but yeah, anyways, um, uh, it's just brutal out there, man. And then nowadays, these kids, the average age that made it on tour when I was uh, coming up was 32. Now it's like freaking 25. It's crazy. Yeah. So well, it seems like. So, Todd, what – let's back up a hair. What made you want to leave the profession of golf and kind of start the bar? I mean, what made you want to leave golf? I was just burnt out. Really? That's all. I mean, from when I was five years old till <laughs> through college, I mean, that's all I did. Um, yeah. I wanted to be like Will. I wanted to be out on tour. Um, I just, I never, the older I got, the better I got, but the kids got younger and better. So it was like, I was never, I'd say I never, I was never going to have a shot. Um, but I was, I had to work for like everything I had in the golf like area. Right. Like, yeah. I would have to beat balls for hours and hours and hours to be as good as I was. Um, I didn't have that natural ability. Um, Where did you play college? 
I didn't. I went to UT mm-hmm. hoping to walk on. Um, yeah. I had some scholarship opportunities to go to some smaller D1 schools. And, but I, UT, I grew up a Tennessee fan. We grew up coming to football games here, yeah. driving from Nashville every weekend. Like, and I grew up in the prime of Tennessee football in oh, the yeah. 90s, early 2000s when everything was great. So huh. it was one of those things. As soon as I got into UT, it was never a doubt that that's where I was going to go. And yeah. Philip Pettit Jr. days, baby. So that's what I talked to. Uh, I talked to the coach at the time and was like, "Hey, I want to walk on." And it's it's a whole it's a whole lot. College is a lot. D one golf on top of it wasn't gonna ha- like it was never gonna work for me. I yeah. I took my bumps as a friend and sophomore and partied like everybody else and. I was not going to – I was never going to make it on the golf team. But I got I got lucky. I got a job at Cherokee as a cart guy um, and worked my way up into the pro shop and then kind of took it from there and wanted to try to play some events and try to Monday qualify and stuff. But I just never – it never panned out for me um, to, to play. So pro shop life is – it's a different – you got to be a different breed to want to do such long hours. The hours are insane. It is. That's what, I mean, you're working, we'd have two, we'd have to get two days guaranteed off a week, typically Mondays because we were closed unless we had an event. And then sometimes you get a Tuesday off and then sometimes you get a Thursday off, but all your friends that are still in town either are still in school or they have nine to five, like Monday through Friday jobs and they're partying on the weekend. So it's like, It's it. I don't know how guys last as long as they do in the business because it's underpaid, um, long hours, way underpaid. And that's what I left the pro shop side and went to the the grass side for. I was on the uh, maintenance staff for four years just because wow. I'd wake I'd wake up at six in the morning. We'd go mow, do our thing, um, then we'd play golf. I played more golf when I was on the maintenance staff than I did <laughs> when I was in the pro shop. I was well, about to say you, I don't you, I don't think did you that pursue I could your work. class A? Sorry, Brent. No, I never did. I never got through it all. Okay. Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot. So I wish I would have. I wish I would have grinded and got through it all. But I it was one of those things where I was like, ah, I I've got years to get through this. I'll just knock it out like slowly. But I never I yeah. never got through it every bit of it. Nobody's yelling at you to do it, so Nope, that's the problem. That's back when it was still textbooks. I've still got all the textbooks upstairs in my office. I'll have to bring yeah, them out one are, day. Those are, thousand, those are thousand dollar textbooks. Uh, oh yeah. Now I think it's all online. Probably do it through your iPad and just skip through it real quick and be done. Yeah. I hear you. Yeah. Brent, what were Brent, you I interrupted you. No, I was I was just gonna say it seems like the worst part of being a, a golf pro. Um would be like never having time to play golf. Yeah. I think at some clubs it is. Um, Cherokee, we were, and I think a lot of the clubs around here are fortunate. Like if you get into like a country club setting like that, most of the members want you to play golf with them. Like that's. It makes sense. They want you to be good at golf when they just, it's one of those things where they want to feel like they're playing golf with some of the best golfers out there, whether you're a club pro or not. Um, Yeah. Like, I played a lot of golf with the ladies. We had ladies' day every Tuesday, Thursday. That was the greatest. Playing with those <laughs> – the older ladies, they're sweethearts. And come Christmas time, they took care of you. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm playing a, in a ladies in a, a ladies event on uh, Friday actually at twelve o'clock. There's a a luncheon. They didn't call it a lunch. It's a luncheon. Oh yeah. Um, at eleven. So that's uh, uh, with Miss Jan. She's out at Alpine Bay, and uh, and it's me and uh, and three ladies against like another uh, twenty foursomes of ladies. And for some reason, they are letting me play. I don't know why. <laughs> um. And uh, I don't know what the deal is, but anyways, the old ladies, uh, yeah, the, the pro shop life is crazy because like, I remember when I, when I lived in jupe and I would make fun of the, uh, assistant pros, I was just kind of like, I was like, what was that lady yelling at you about? And he was like, oh, she wanted her buttons to be periwinkle blue and those were royal blue. And so she got really, really mad about that. And I'm like, ha, ha. I'm like, dude, your job is something else. It is, and that's why I think the biggest thing we'd I would always get yelled at would be for cart guys not knowing if somebody was a doctor or not. What so we do? Cherokee oh, have lots missed, of doctors, yeah. so like when you come up and you greet somebody, and instead of saying like Mister like uh, Anderson, and if you're actually Doctor Anderson, some of those guys took big time offense to being called Mister instead of Doctor. And that's when I would, years. That's when I would get yelled at. Is when when somebody screwed up and called somebody Mister instead of Doctor, that was probably the number the number one thing to get yelled at for. You know, I'd have told them maybe you should have wore your stethoscope, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah. whatever, yeah. step your game what is, up. What a snooty, snooty, brutal thing to get yelled at about. One hundred percent. That's dumb. Well, all right, Todd. We appreciate it. The uh, we're really excited about this uh, partnership. I'm gonna be. Uh, heading down to TPC Sawgrass at uh, – we're going to leave here around 7 in the morning. I'm going to have my inward half polo on and the hat and the towel and everything. So uh, There you go. Definitely going to be repping, taking some pictures and stuff. I wish I was going with you. I absolutely love Sawgrass. Yeah, have you played it? I played it once, and it was a blast. Yeah, yeah. we played it, what, two weeks ago? Yeah, we played two weeks ago. And then and Jason's was, going back tomorrow it, it was a blast it was a blast two weeks ago i mean it was incredible i'll be at work i hope you enjoy yourself yeah i appreciate it man yeah dude <laughs> yeah. thank you so much for coming coming on yeah oh, you're welcome thank you guys for having me it was a blast to be on uh i've enjoyed the the first seven or six podcasts i guess this is the seventh um i've yeah. listened yeah. to every one of them uh, <laughs> I'm you glad they're to be decent? oh yeah yeah they're getting better right they wouldn't you say they're kind of on the on the way up 100 percent every one cool. of them have been has been improved in my opinion thank cool. you thank you we're we're trying hard and and we're you know we're becoming buddies and i think that's part of it so you gotta you gotta really you know i i, I listened to the first few joe rogan's and those were clunky too so uh, <laughs> yeah. so yeah, yeah yeah we're working hard we're, we're we're trying to get some good guests on and and, you, and you've been you were absolutely uh, an honor to have on man i really appreciate you, the support and and we're going to keep plugging you as much as we possibly can well i appreciate you guys i appreciate your support um as well and i'm just glad to be able to help and be able to present as a sponsor for you guys yeah man we, uh, yeah. absolutely we're, we're gonna have to um we need to get together at some point and play golf. I don't either, either somehow meet in the middle, maybe meet at Sugarloaf or something, or yeah, I, I kind of want to go to Hops and Hollers. I'll be honest with you. So we might have to just go to Knoxville. Yeah. I think we need to go to Hull, uh, we need to go to Cherokee or Holson Hills. Yeah, we we're only about, uh, about six hours. So 
We yeah. always meet at Sweetens Cove too. That's probably yeah. in the middle of at least that's in the middle of me and Will probably. Yeah. So where's that one at? For you guys. Where's that one at? That's that nine hole course that they redid um north of Chattanooga. Like Ooh, yeah, nice. Pittsburgh. It's crazy nice. Yeah, it's I've never been. Um I've seen the pictures. It looks incredible though. I've Hold seen um I think Can I've uh the the no laying up guys have done some stuff with it and I think uh I think Eric Andrews Lang done some filming there or something. It was it looks like a pretty cool place. We, we'll, yeah. have, we'll have to set that up within the next couple months or so. 100%. Yeah. Maybe they'll Let's slow do down a little. Yeah. So it's nine nine holes. Most, I think it's walking only for the most part. I think they have some carts. Oh, boy. I think Ooh, it's all walking. Boy, Todd. Oh, walking. <laughs> yeah. <Ooh>. So, uh, <laughs> hopefully, hopefully next month, speaking of walking, hopefully next month we're going to play Kiowa. There you go. So, uh, so uh, we'll be getting our uh, be getting our miles in. So. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, let's let's wrap her up then. That yeah, was man. awesome, dude. I appreciate it. Yeah, Todd. Uh, I we appreciate, appreciate it. you guys. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me.